I'm Daphne. I'm Keith. I'm a girl. I'm a guy. And, and you're, you're listening, listening to, to Girl, girl Guy Perspective. Perspective. All right, guys, we're back. Episode three. Thank you for tuning in. Shout out to all of our subscribers, everyone that's reviewed, shared us on Twitter, right, right. Facebook. We appreciate the love, the support. For sure, man. Shout out to Clee Flex Production sponsoring our right. studio big session shout out, today. Big shout out, man. Find her information in the links below. Hit her up for all your studio needs. Shout out to our listeners in Japan, yo. We have listeners yeah. in Japan. Like, we out here, Keith. Yeah. We official. Yeah, for sure. Like, we out here. We appreciate That's you. Really Shout cool, out to whoever man. you are. Like, DM us. Like, let us know. Like, what's up? Right, we man, that was we come love. out to Japan and record right there with you. That's like, love, man. That's love. For real, for <laughs> real. real. For real. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, just pretty much basically what went down. Just kind of, I did a little reading today. Something just struck me. Something Keith just reading, me. y'all? You know, doing a little reading. What? I don't do the much. world's about to end. You know, but... um. No, nah, it was crazy what I ran into um, about St. Louis. You heard about that? Bruh. St. Louis is, or has, decreased, listen to me, people, decreased the minimum wage. Right. So we already know minimum wage is typically very low. Right. It was $10. And St. Louis decided that uh, starting next month, they're about to drop it for to, uh, what was it, $7.70, y'all. Mind you, after they fought, like, really hard to raise it to the $10 level, like, and and just recently about to uh, kind of go into uh, getting to $11 an hour, which is, you know, it's not a super high wage, but, man, it's uh, just just the people that make these decisions are, you know, rich white folk. Yeah, and they're the ones definitely not making anywhere near $10 or $7 an hour. So you got people in power that, that, you know, make, you know, six figures a year, making all the shots, determining what people can really live off of and and poverty and things of that nature, so. And I don't think anybody can live off $7.70. I mean, I don't know what's going on in St. Louis and their housing market, but I I was making that back in when I was a little kid. High school, working at finish line. Right. So I already, I mean, the struggle is real out here, man. Yeah. It's just a big thing. I mean, you see a lot and, you know, just people, and this is, this is why it really, what it really boils down to, like, you know, just self-empowerment, really. I mean, yeah, that's the biggest thing. Yeah, and not being a dependent on corporate America. Because corporate America, this is what they can do, man. They'll they can, fail you. They can give you, they can give you, and they can take it away in a heartbeat. And this is, you know, when you become dependent on something, man, instead of being your own person, these are the kind of things and the trials you find yourself involved in. I think what we got to recognize, too, is we're, we're a generation now that, honestly, if you're expecting Social Security and pension, and Keith and I, we're in our late 20s, it ain't no security, ain't no pension, it's just not happening. So, depending on corporate America to get you to where you want to be or having, you know, something around for the kids is just not, it's not something you right. can depend and, on. Right, I mean, it's even scary for, you know, just the generation before us, like my mother and stuff like that, you know, they work hard. So, for that to be something that they got to fear that they can never retire or have to you know what they have to work constantly it's they never gonna be in a situation to be comfortable so i mean that's just the reality of it i mean we it really comes down to man we got to start making boss decisions believing in boss decisions that you make that was kind of something that i kind of read too um you know about my man's lebron james how you know he's a lebron james you know he's a big investor he's a big investor um I don't know if anybody knows, but they, he did turn it on a deal with McDonald's, which is worth uh, a, a few millions. And, you know, LeBron being LeBron, um, he's a high-profile athlete, one. I get it. So, you know, when he made the turn down for, you know, just make McDonald's, he, he, he chose to go a different route and invest in a company called, I don't know if you heard it, but just uh, uh, Blaze Pizza, which and is that's, like— 
that's definitely a, a boss move because right. McDonald's is it's big time. Long money, old money. I mean, ridiculously sponsorships. They sponsored the NBA, uh, the McDonald's High School All Star Game. Everybody knows McDonald's, about that. Ronald House. They do charities. They do. I mean, they do it all from A to Z. McDonald's got that that real major money. Name brands, and it was just somebody. Uh, you know, he decided to say, you know what, I I, I had an eye for it. I want to make a boss decision. I want to be my own boss and not necessarily a pawn in somebody else's. You know, they cash flow. Right. So that was something, and that also like you know. Another person who got a lot of backlash was Lonzo Ball. That's the the rookie that plays for the you know the L.A. Lakers. A lot of a lot of positives and negatives around Lonzo, and mostly because of his dad, because his dad is the one really right. kind of building right. building his sons right now. And um, and that's great, man. A black father just in, you believe you don't in see his that kids. no more. You don't. And they can say all they want about it as far as being negative or positive, but right. whether we think the shoes are ugly, not ugly, that's besides the point. Because what he's trying to do is build something. For his kids to have right, they building for their own, they own empire, laying their own foundation to potentially, you know, take off. And guess what? At the end of the day, if this boy happens to be, he turns into one of the elite players in the NBA, this is all gonna be forgotten. Yes, he turned down Nike. Yes, yes he turned he down Adidas. And I got my own. I'm a hundred percent profit on my own. And now Jokers wanna wear my stuff. And I know one thing: if these Jokers wearing Steph Curry shoes out here, oh. they gonna wear Lonzo Ball <laughs> shoes. Believe me. <laughs> And wasn't you telling me, too, he's one of the only NBA players who just got into the NBA right. and is already wearing his own shoes. That exactly. in and of itself is crazy. It's crazy. I mean, it's not it's unheard of. And then you have, like, high, other high-profile athletes, you know, kind of clowning me. Oh, he should have just took yeah. this, that, and the other. And the difference between them and his family is they had to come into the game and get those endorsements. At right. any time, we see it happen all the time. An athlete slips up. Nike says, yo, we can't spot you anymore. Under right. Armour says, nah, we can't represent you no more. And immediately, all those millions of dollars are lost. But when you got your own, regardless of what you're out here doing, that's your money. And this translates to anyone, man. You just want right. to make sure that you put yourself in, to kind of put yourself in an empire. Now, you have, and that's kind of vague when people say that. Everybody wants to have their own. You got different people. They want to have their empire of literally, they, they, they deal with the trials. They deal with the struggle. They go through, you know. With the, with the emotions that come right. with trying to be your own boss and they kind of work towards it and, and see that they have that ambition the whole time so they kind of keep that and they go for it. And that's the thing though, that's, that's, that's what's necessary right now. Like we, right. Can't, we can't have that mindset anymore. Oh, I graduated college, I'm gonna get me a good job, work for 30 years, buy a house, have a family, and that's it. You're leaving nothing to right. your kids but debt if you pass. Absolutely. And maybe a small life insurance policy. And, and that's kind of how society worked like back in the day, but we kind of got like a directional type driven, you know, the millennials and things like that. To They're the baby kinda, boomers. Yeah. yeah. So they, you know, it, it's different. Life is different. People don't, people aren't staying at companies for 25, People aren't working in offices years. anymore. You know, they don't want to. There's so much ways that you get, so many different ways that you can just. And not to speak anything negative against corporate America, because I know my Keith and myself, we both work in corporate America at this time for now but it is i think the mindset we need to have is any resource you gain so when you have a job and you have a paycheck that money needs to be put towards your dreams your goals your destiny your purpose right. to step into your own right we're working for someone else every day anybody works in corporate america we're working towards their dream their empires right i mean you just pretty much you, you working on somebody they don't necessarily care about the person they care about their own brand it's just like anything you have your own you're gonna naturally care about it more than anybody else. So Facts. somebody comes and starts messing up, you know what you got going on. It's gonna be a problem. You know it's gonna create friction. So with that being said, you gotta understand like people are looking at 
people are looking at what you got going on and they're not going to care as much as you're going to care. But, you know, it's and then it's a flip side to it all. It's a flip side to it all. You got, you know, that's just the people that, you know, they deal with it. They go through the emotions of trying to build an empire. You got the people that are trying to kind of build something to join someone else's empire still. And that's kind of still in my in my mind, in my mind, you know, my thought process that's still a slave mindset. In a sense, you're trying to, you know, trying to, oh, I, I'm doing this so they can buy this and not, you know, and they can, you know, spend that money and I can just make something else. But you're only as good as your last product, your last play, your last Facts. situation. I mean, you know I, I, mean? I am completely down for a buyout, though. Like, for example, people who make the apps and then sell them to Facebook, Snapchat for hundreds of millions. Oh, I'm about yeah. that. I'll yeah, sell out a product I'm real quick. I'm not hating on nobody that's getting money but out here. But definitely the hustle and grind on your own just to go now right. work for somebody else for more money in one way or another or they own part right. of something that you did yeah that's a no go I mean there's different ways you can look at it I think there's all ways you gotta say well do you really feel that you can be successful or you don't necessarily see the longevity of something so yeah you I'm just gonna want go the quick come up right you want the quick come up I mean I either way it goes LeBron definitely he now has one of the fastest growing chains as it stands right. and had it been not for LeBron buying into this, Blaze Pizza, Blaze Pizza definitely would not be growing as fast as it is now. Absolutely. I think they came like second uh, pretty much on the – I'm not sure what the list was called, but I, you know, just reading through it, I can't recall it now, but it was like second just to Papa John. So that's surpassing all pizza chains, including yeah, pizza, pizza Hut, Hut and everything like that. Domino's, so. all that. So, and otherwise um, – but yeah, I mean, it just seems like everything comes down to money and, and the you know the different aspects of what people are looking into. Money is always going to come down to like the it's it's the reality of everything. That's what it is. You need resources to do what you want to do to do what you got to do. Absolutely. But we just got to get out of that mindset of depending on someone else's income and find right. a way to make your own income. Yeah, and this translates across the board. I mean, this is pretty much any any scenario. This it comes down to the, all the same thing. Corporate America, your personal life. Ladies, prepare yourself for what I'm about to tell you. Idris Elba, one of our favorite. He, well, I won't say our top five, Keith, because obviously he's not your top five. No, uh, he, he, no he and my top five are actors. I know that. <laughs> Idris yeah. Elba recently did an interview with Essence, and he said that he will not be walking down the aisle again. Idris Elba has been married twice. And he said, you know, he doesn't see himself walking down the aisle for the third time. And that marriage in and of itself is an institution. And I feel like a lot of that speaks to the financial part of it. Because you know what they say, it's cheaper to keep her if you divorce, prenup, no prenup. Now, myself is team uh, prenup. Yeah, and I'm absolutely against that. And that's just something that I just feel my mindset on that whole thing is, you know... I don't want to involve the money situation into the marriage situation. Well, I mean, I think we we both can agree though that we don't we don't think marriage is an institution. We both believe in the right in the process or in process or believe in marriage in itself. Right. It's just the financial aspects to it. Now, I get it. I mean, but finances. I mean, that can be that can really break a relationship break if or that's make a, a foundation of it. So when I you know how I was to you know if I was to look at it. it I'm not trying to really make that be something. I want to be better or, you know, view it or be greater than that situation. I don't think it's a foundation in marriage. I think it's something that you have to consider in marriage is your finances. Because when you get married, and Keith, you're married, so you can speak to this more than me. I'm single. Your finances are now one. 
They are. They credit are. is now one. Your it debt is, is my debt. My debt's your debt. Right. So you have to consider that. I think it wouldn't be wise to go into a marriage and not be like, look, where are you at with finances? Where am I at? And you know how we want to do this. Then why we had a situation? We just wait. You know what I mean? Like I just wait. You know, just wait. Wait on. Wait on what? Wait into them. Wait into that financial situation. Get right. That's what. And then we could tie this knot. (laughs) See, I'm. I don't want to run it as a business. I don't want to run it as a business. I don't think that's running it as a business. I mean, I think it's a little bit. I do think it's a little bit of running as a business. I don't think so. I think that's just being realistic and logical. Is it? I mean, but that's the thing. I think. I think the beauty of marriage, I think the beauty of love in general with anyone, I think it's all so, I think it's that that organic, that organic situation where you just, you know. I mean, we can talk all day about organic and again, I'm coming from a singles woman perspective. Right, I get it. Keith coming from a married man perspective. And I think I'm old enough to know that marriage is not just shit and giggles. It's not like swinging from the chandeliers all day long. Like, it's realness. We got to pay these bills. Right. I mean, and it all comes down to that's the, I think that's the beauty of it. I think that's the, you know, the hardship of it. I think that's the struggle of it is that it's, it's all, it's tough. It's completely tough to be married. Like, it's completely tough. You go through it. The financial roller coaster, you're going to go through it, but that's half the battle. These are things you gotta you gotta be in you gotta go through the fire to come out smelling like rose at the end. You know what I mean? Wouldn't it make more sense to walk into the marriage with more wisdom though on finances? I well, think my biggest thing is like when are we gonna be in financially ready? Like, are you always gonna be? A lot of people. What about those people that aren't? They 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 make a certain amount. They are. You know, they are. I think everybody's different. Uh, definition of being financially ready is different. Some people can say, okay, I got a good job with benefits. I'm ready. And some people are like, look, I need a couple million in the bank. Like, I need to be where I want to be with my life before I get married. Right. But I know some people dead broke and they happily married. <laughs> so, shoot. I mean, you would look at it, you know, why we don't listen to these guys or what's their story? What's, you know, what's their solution? What's working for them? What's not working for the other people? And now, ladies and gentlemen, what you have here is two different perspectives. Girl right. guy perspective. I am a single female. Keith is a married male. These right. are completely two different perspectives. He knows things that I don't. Well, and there are things that I know that Keith doesn't or haven't gone through vice versa because right. we're just on two different levels when it comes to that. We are two different levels. Well, we could take a, a kind of a subject. We could take an example in a sense, you know, the whole Janet Jackson and her marriage that she was in. Okay. Now, if These you don't are, know, let me let, me let the people you, know. You if you don't that. know. Janet Jackson was married. Right. And according to her prenuptial agreement, if she stayed married for at least five years and then divorced, she's guaranteed $500 million. Am I correct? Right. $500 million. Right. And these are two financially established individuals, right? Correct. All right. So what we're going with that is you sitting here saying like, mind you, I think if I'm not mistaken, it was what, five years in a day? <laughs> the divorce <laughs> went down? I don't know five years in a day. It, I mean, it was But it was something. a good period of time and she guaranteed $500 million out the gate. Yeah. Now, and that's partially that's part of why I do believe in prenuptial agreements. Okay. Because if we're in this little situation and whatever reason it don't work out, I'm leaving what I came with and you leaving what you came with. I don't think you're I don't think you're you should be able to or I should say a prenuptial agreement that prohibits you from taking that money. All my right. money. Okay. Well, I think, you know, you didn't get here with five hundred million dollars. We might have spent that together. I mean, we talking Janet, though, bro. What, you taking back money that I spent on you and you spent on me? <laughs> I mean, we talking Janet. I'm pretty sure Janet mil- uh, Janet got a 500 mil. Yeah, she got that, but she want that, too. You know what I mean? I mean, that's what And that's agreement. running as a business. That's how I look at it. That's their agreement. That's what they signed off on. That's what right. she got. That was your prenup. There you go. Now, you did Congrats. say 
And I, I think that ties in what Idris saying is a part of it being an institution because now you have the mindset of men saying, well, she did that on purpose. She knew what she was doing. She set him up, blah, blah, blah. You know what these niggas be saying. And yeah. who am I? I don't know their marriage. I don't know if that's the case or not. But that's part of the reason why I believe in prenuptial agreements because had she not had an agreement, she could have walked away and took more because she does have a child with him. Or, or they could have separated on good terms and just kind of left each other and it is what it is. They go their yeah. separate ways. She's still going to get her money. This ain't a fair She's tale. still making money from past albums. <laughs> and he gonna do what he do. That's that what, doesn't that's happen exactly anymore. That's exactly what's gonna happen. What album? I mean, Jenna. Jenna always gonna be rich. She rich forever. That's legacy money, right yeah, there. Yeah, that's legacy. That money. ties us right back to what we were saying earlier, yeah. y'all. Being leave your some own money boss, man. for your kids. Leave some money for your kids, kids, grandkids. Leave a legacy because Michael has left legacy. Jenna's gonna leave legacy. That whole Jackson family has legacy forever for all their kids, kids, kids. And they do, sure. I mean, and, and that's what it boils down to. I mean, really the whole kind of root and the foundation of what we kind of get into is just like, you know, that whole money plays a huge role in our lives, everyone's lives. You know, that's a that's an important thing. I get it. I'm not sitting here saying, you know, we're just going to be out here <laughs> quitting our jobs or something like that. But, I mean, yeah. it's, it's an important thing. I mean, there's different aspects to it. But it, but but just to touch on, like, the topics that we touched on is, you know, it's everything. It's it's business. It's marriage. It's friendship. It's it's bills, it's life, you know, that, that's the... Business that's, relationships, friendships, relationships, corporate America, being an entrepreneur. Yeah. Be an entrepreneur who wants your own empire and not an entrepreneur who wants to work towards someone else's empire. Yeah. And Build all, your own. And it all really comes down to one thing, and that's sacrifice in any aspect of it. You any know? aspect. So, I mean, with that being said, that's kind of, I mean, that's kind of like what I ran into this week, and it was just like, just kind of speaking to me in that sense. So, I mean... That's what it is. Overall, people have your own money, and not even just money. Have Do your you? own resources. Have your own hustle. Have your own grind. Out right. Here. Have your own grind. Don't be man. dependent on nobody. I know plenty out here that's doing what they do. Shout out to y'all, man. Y'all keep doing, keep grinding. But other than that, man, I just appreciate you guys listening. We'll be back next week. Make sure you follow us on Twitter. Make sure you follow us on Instagram at GG Perspective um, on both platforms. Make sure you. Subscribe, subscribe review on and iTunes, review us. Share. We greatly appreciate all the love. Send us your feedback. Leave us reviews. Send us an email. If you want to email us, if you got a problem what we said, or if you liked what we said, the GGP team at gmail.com. Holla at us. We out. Peace.